And this is Tommaso Champa. You're listening to WNS Podcast. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Abair, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. I'm Doug. And welcome you to episode 282 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. I believe we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Florida.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast just to find us. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at un- Tyler underscore Hitmer. There you go. Underscore. You feel underscore. like the intro is a little um, stale. Stale? Yeah. Do we need to freshen it up a bit? I don't know. I'm asking. I, I feel like it might be a little stale. Do you want him to do the Twitter and you do the uh, beyondpodplayer.fm? We need to talk about this and so we'll freshen up. No, man. We're a professional podcast. We do our production meetings on air that's right professional yeah very professional yes so anyway so welcome to the show i can say fuck anytime yes you can uh so welcome to the show got lots to talk about as we come back from our week off our vacation we've got some feedback 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 uh what we're gonna talk a little bit about ufc some impact talk we're gonna do as well raw hot topics q a and we're gonna hopefully have a very entertaining wwe uh mock draft that we'll uh we'll be talking about Walk. a little bit later on I in the show so oh okay well then maybe just agree. tyler and i will we'll do it Walk. then unless you would like to participate doug and which we would love for you to we'll see all right we'll, we'll see, see how you're feeling by the time we get there and uh, mm-hmm. we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Aight. Yeah? Doing all right. Hanging in there? Yes. Good deal. Your hair's crazy. kind of crazy. Has his mind, I need to go get a haircut. So. That's what you get when no, I need you know, no air conditioning. Yeah. Let's all yeah. get haircuts together. Mm, Where do you I normally get go? Haircut. I get a Regis. Regis? Oh, so you pay a little more. I guess. Yeah. Well, Regis is sort of... Just higher in. higher price. What do you guys pay for haircuts? I pay like fifteen bucks. What? Yeah. What do you pay for a haircut? Fifteen. What? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> You're paying like in the mid twenties, huh? I pay in the thirties. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, son. Yeah. yeah. Dang. I don't go to barbershops though, because they always uh, when I go to. I don't mean to like generalize all barber shops. So take it easy, You're just barber sick of shop. the quartets. No, no, I'm. <laughs> so take it easy, barber shop guys and girls. But every time I go to a barber shop, it's always some old dude who doesn't know exactly what I want and just kind of mm. does whatever the fuck he wants. And I like not about that. So yeah. I don't mind paying a little more to go to someone I'm like more comfortable with. And hmm. I like periodically I have to like get a new person, but yeah. for the most part, I can like. How do you know? What do you What do you normally tell him you want? Uh, New Hitler. Now, right now, no. I'm just right now, I'm just doing like super short on the sides and long on the top. But uh, no. I don't know. I don't think they would. I don't know. I've had problems in the past tra- trying to transition between hairstyles and like getting like 
majorly fucked. So mm-hmm. the thing about places like, re- and again, I don't mean to generalize all the people that work at like chain all salons, of them. Chain every salons. single person who has ever cut hair. But from my observation of like chain salons like that, is they get a lot of people like sort of out of, um, Touch. I guess like out of the haircut. Um, what do you call people who get their degrees in like? Or like the cosmetology? And yeah, all like they, I think they employ people who are a little more recently out of like cosmetology school Haircutting and so they're like a little more Mm -hmm. hip to like what like someone i'm not a young guy but i'm not like an old guy so i'm like sort of they're a little more hip to maybe what i want so i find it easier to go to places like that Hmm. okay that's fair tyler where do you go to get your hair cut uh a little style on avenue h and um the girl that cuts my hair uh she's pretty cool you want to get the same person she uh she went to school with Daryl, um, you know Lindsay. No, okay. No, I do not. She's pretty cool. Nice. I go uh I go to sports clips, so I go to a chain, and um, but my my haircut is is very simple. I just tell them I want a four on the sides, and then kind of shorten it up on the top. Four. Like a four guard, like the buzz cut. Bzz, mm-hmm. You know, I just tell them give me a four on the sides, kind of fade it up, and then just anything like. Basically, Four is so long for a shave, though, isn't it? Uh, not really. Because, like, sometimes, like, for a while I was doing, like, a two, and I was like, that's a little too long. But, like, a two, my two seems like the same size as your, maybe I'd get a little tighter. Than well, me. I haven't been to the to get a haircut in about a month, month and a half. So it's been a while. So I'm, I'm going you know, for What hair. I'm saying is my, my, whenever I, the guard I asked for mm-hmm. seems, the number's lower, but it seems longer than oh, what you're yeah. saying. Yours seems shorter, but you're saying your guard that you asked for is longer, so I don't know. Or maybe or maybe ask for a two. I don't recall. I, I just remember that I asked for it really short on the sides, shorten it up on the top, and the cool thing about sports clips is that they save your information so mm-hmm. that if whoever cut it last time isn't there, they have you on record, hey, here's what you got last time. Do you still want that? And you go, yeah. And they sit you down and they do it the exact same way and you're good to God go. damn, every time I go to Regis, I gotta give them like my email and my phone number again. It's like they <laughs> it's like they're always updating their system or something. Uh we yeah. use your email, give me your social security number. No, the last last time I went to sports clubs, it was like, you know, have you been here before? Yes. Okay, what's your name? And you tell them your name and they go, Okay, do you still want this? Like the way that it, that it was cut last time? I say, yeah. And they say, Okay, so we'll be right with you. So you don't have like a specific person. Mm-mm. Like, I don't like getting a new person that I've never gotten before. Just because the the way that I do it is just so simple. It's kind of yeah hard to, like to really screw up. And I just want it short, so I don't I don't style my hair unless, you know, there's like a, a wedding or something that I have to go to. And even then, it's a 50-50 shot of me stylizing it. But, um, yeah, I just tell them, hey, shave the sides. No, you know, trim the sideburns up. And then... uh I think Cut you tell them, hey, I want to look cool, so do what you have to do. No, don't really tell them that. <laughs> See, I'm trying to do more like a like a grown-out mohawk on the top that I don't like spike as a mohawk, but it's like a little asymmetrical because it goes a little higher on the side. Like I just I don't, from the part over, like I just shave it all the way up to where the hair gets long. Mm-hmm. So sort of like what Simon, a variation of like how Simon Gotch does his, like his newest style. Gotcha. And, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just don't want anyone, like, fucking... Not that I look super cool, but, like, <laughs> I'm at least okay with, like, what they're doing to it. So, like, I don't want anyone to fuck that up. Yeah. So I get really, like, leery of getting a new person. So I always get the same room. I'm growing my hair out. I want long hair. No. Yes. So, like, whenever I'm, like, having a crazy work schedule and it's hard for me to, like, match up with her schedule, then my shit gets mm-hmm. longer than I want. I would recommend sports clothes just for that simple reason because they'll, they'll already know what it is that you're looking for. And I can't go to sports. I just can't do it. Hey, you don't have to. Just uh, I put a pole around. I know this is like me. Like (laughs) I know this is me stereotyping the type of person who would work at sports clips. But I feel like if I go to sports clips, they're gonna. I don't know. I just feel like they're not gonna be like knowing what I want, even if I tell them. Because I have a hard time. Like um, another problem I have with getting haircuts. You ever bring like a picture in of like, hey, here's an example. I feel self conscious about bringing the picture in because they're like, hey, hey. You're not that guy. You can't. Pull, <laughs> you can't pull that shit off. I was like, I know, but like, like shut know. up with you and your rainbow hair. Silence. I will have none of it. No, see, that's what I look for. I I want someone with like, like hipster or like crazy looking hair. I'm like, they probably know what the fuck to do to my hair. Yeah, yeah. My uh, the girl cuts my hair, dyed her hair like like red, red. Hmm. Yeah, that's. I mean, like dyeing your hair red, like yeah, even Marie red. Sometimes I think it's darker now. That's like pretty dyeing your hair colors is like very common these days. I wouldn't even consider that. I'm looking for like a like a punky or like a hipster haircut out of the the girl. Usually women that are in there that like I'm looking like if I go in and someone has like a sort of like a more like crazy haircut than the rest, like I'm hoping I get the one with the crazy haircut because I'm figuring <laughs> like they're into hair enough to know maybe what I'm like wanting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, hey, what happened to your hair? Oh, I've been practicing this whole thing where I cut my hair with fire. Cut it's my pretty hair experimental. Fire. That's a legit thing. People actually do that. Do you do the picture thing? No. Have you ever? I have before. The what thing? What I well, what I did is I had a picture of myself, and I was like, hey, this is this is how I want to look, because it was from like a wedding or something. I was wow. like, here's here's a picture from whenever I looked really nice. You know, hey, here's the picture when I'm flexing. <laughs> I've yeah. never, I've never heard of someone doing the. This is what I want, but it's a picture of them actually of themselves. Yeah. What better way to to show what it's going to look like than to? Hey, here's no, no, a no, picture no. taken. Your, your reasoning is rock solid, but yeah. what I'm saying is that's still wild. To me. <laughs> like they always bring in the magazine right, of right, like right, their right. favorite celebrity. I'm like, no, this this no, is no. how I've looked, and I'd like to look like that again. See, I feel like everyone does the <laughs> aspirational. Like this is what I would hope to look. I like. I want to look like, like Brad Pitt, but, but but you're like, this is what I actually look like. Just do yeah. this to me. Yeah, that's cr- that's it's like it's uh, not crazy, but it seems crazy to me. It's crazy enough to work. It's what it is. It's not crazy at all. It's crazier to do like what everyone else does and show like aspirational pictures. Yeah. Like yours always <laughs> seems crazy because it's like the least crazy that no one does it. Like who brings a picture of themselves in going, yeah. hey, I think I looked good in this picture. Can you do it? No, no. It's not about like, <laughs> I don't know. My mind is blown. I never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, there you go. Maybe you got to take a hey, couple pictures this of This picture looks good. Don't mind if my shirt's off. Just for, yeah. like, I want I'm for this. sure never going to do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> So with that being said, let's uh, let's get into the show. Because so let's been, talk about haircuts. Let's talk about hair, man. Uh, wow. Okay. So we took a week off, had a nice little vacation, I guess you could say, and um, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting, I guess. One thing that we missed 
that occurred. Uh, well, I guess before that, we should go ahead and uh, talk about our feedback. Uh, we have one little bit of feedback. Sorry if we don't get to all of it because some of it I felt was dated um, and pertaining to, to last week or the, the week prior. Um, but we do have some feedback. It's coming from Michael saying, uh, you guys are the best. This podcast is always so much fun. Keep up the great work. So thank you, Michael. Oh, thanks. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. And for those of you who are listening on, uh, on iTunes, if you have not done so, have not done yet so far, uh, feel free to give us an iTunes review and, and we will most certainly appreciate it. Uh, so with that being said, let's talk about something that happened over the course of the week that we took off. That being final deletion. I know, Doug, you uh, you seem pretty excited about this event that took place on Impact Wrestling. So I'll uh, I'll let you kick things off. What did what did you think about Final Deletion? Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy. I was way into it. I really liked it. I thought it was a good time. Like full disclosure, I did not see the entirety of Impact. I mm-hmm. only saw the Final Deletion just because of time constraints. But I felt compelled to you know see how they were gonna finish this thing off so um i don't know i thought it was like really well done i like um i actually had a conversation a short one but a conversation with seth i guess during uh, via facebook messenger <laughs> where just because i changed my profile pic to that like the the drone yeah the drone like projecting <laughs> that hardy or whatever and uh I said, I guess I used the phrasing that I liked it non, like non ironically, and he, I guess he said that he, I mean that's the phrasing I used, and I, and I, I stick by that, and he said that um, he thought that it was only possible to enjoy it ironically. He's like he he liked it, but he he felt like you could only enjoy it ironically, mm-hmm. and I guess that um, uh, I guess there's some like conversation I guess is around what is the intent and um. I guess personally, I thought um, the the original video, the whole like piano and all that stuff, was like going back a few weeks or however sure? however long it was. The contract I, signing. Yeah, I felt like that was, and again, this is all out of context because I'm not watching the programming week to week. I just saw like the video that blew up and then final dilution that blew up. That's yeah. my same well, here. Yeah, so I thought that maybe originally they they. Were trying to do like something they thought was sort of like cool and arty and they saw the reaction that it got and then like final deletion was a lot more self-aware like mm-hmm. they sort of like i may be completely wrong about this they may have knew knew what they were doing from the start but i thought the first video was them like trying to do something different people like flip like the reaction being like this is cool because it's sort of bad or because we don't know if it's bad on purpose or not right and then now they're sort of in on the joke for final deletion is like my opinion of how we got from yeah it. especially since they were showing like ec3 and rockstar spud reacting right. to the videos and they're like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen and i didn't see them react stuff. to it yeah they did like a f- like 10 20 like reaction videos Really? They just like showed it to people and recorded like how they reacted to watching it. Oh, yeah. They're really aware. But, I mean, maybe they planned this all along. It was just not the vibe I originally got from the first video. And the vibe that I got from Final Deletion was we saw how people reacted. We're in on the joke now. We're sort of playing along. I could be completely wrong. Uh, There are people following it a lot more closely who probably have a more on-the-nose like perspective of what happened. But, um... 
I don't know. I thought it was like, and and the reason I, I said to Seth that I didn't that I liked it unironically is because I didn't think he I get to 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 like something ironically you have to know that it's bad and like it anyway. I think you could have. I think maybe my my reaction to the original video was an ironic liking of it, or mm-hmm. because I didn't know if it was intended to be well made or not. But I don't think the the final deletion was bad. I think it's fucking crazy. But I don't think it was bad. And I think there might be... A, maybe this is me trying to like over-intellectualize the whole thing. But like I think there's a difference between bad and crazy. I think it was crazy, not maybe bad. <laughs> so, that I mean, that's where I land on it. So I so I stick by... I, I liked it un, non-ironically or whatever. But uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, I really... I applaud them for doing something sort of out of the box. It got a ton of crazy buzz. I know, like, if mm-hmm. you have an internet connection, it's passe to say, like, internet wrestling community now, but if you're a wrestling fan with an internet connection, like, P, you were talking about this shit, like, after it happened. Yeah, it got people talking, no <laughs> doubt. And I I heard that, um, I don't know, I don't know, I hope that it brought some people in to, like, retry the programming as a reward for trying something so out of the box or whatever. I heard, from my understanding is Matt it was like a huge, like it was basically like his baby. Like he was hmm. like sort of like, uh, just let me do this one thing. Yeah. Sort of like the catalyst for it all hmm. is my understanding. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I stand by that. I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun and I hope that they benefit in some way for trying something so out of the box because yeah. WWE could never, I mean, we'll get into would they ever, but they can never, <laughs> they can never do this in the same way that TNA did it. Right? They would never do this in the same way that TNA did it. And for that, like, there's we spent so many years talking about TNA. Like, why don't they try to be a true alternative? Why are they content to be WWE light when you can't out WWE the WWE? Why not do something weird? Why not do something different? Why not give some people an alternative? And this is the kind of stuff that, like, you know, makes you feel like an alternative to, like, the WWE. And I I would applaud them for doing something different out of the box. I know some people may say that this was, like, too... I know, I know first of all, I think, like, the overwhelming majority of the reaction that I've seen has been positive to it. I think most people liked it. <laughs> I didn't read the comments on the video. But I think I mean, there's sort of a split. Like, really? A, I saw a lot of people going like, "This is the worst thing TNA has ever put out." Like, no, this is indications that no. TNA is dead. There's a lot worse. There's worse this, things. Than yeah, TNA. there are a lot worse. I'm gonna things, say but that, I'm just saying that there there are, there is that side of the comment well, section that I have seen. I'm gonna flip that opinion on its head. I'm gonna say this is the single most interesting thing TNA has ever done. And whenever I say that, I'm talking about like you can go all the way back to Samoa, uh, Samoa Joe getting headbutted by Kurt Angle. I'm going to say really? this is the single most interesting thing. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the best thing they've ever done, but, but it's gotten people talking. It's the most interesting thing they've ever done for for certain. And if it, I think another thing I'm going to say is if you approach this as critiquing this as you would critique a wrestling match, I think you're coming at it the wrong way. It's not a kayfabe in kayfabe terms. It was a wrestling match, but it's not a wrestling match. Right. So I think this is way more akin to like a Lucha Underground vignette. This is way more like PJ Black fighting motorcycle dudes with nunchucks than it is like a wrestling match. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if you're going to come at this the right, right way, you critique it as a vignette and not as a wrestling match, even though it was quote unquote a wrestling match. I don't think it was a wrestling match. 
I don't know. I'm talking a lie. What do you guys think about it? Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> I uh, no, I think it's interesting. It's it's the most interesting thing I've seen in a while. But you know, I haven't watched TNA in a while. But uh, I still feel like I disagree with the Kurt Angle thing. I like the Kurt Angle Samoa Joe. Uh, I say it's technically better. I say it's more interesting. Okay, I do see the point. Yeah, there is a difference. But no, there's a lot of stuff that, um, like I said, it's, it's not a wrestling match. I like all like the goofy stuff that is said and done in there, and like uh, Willow popping out out of nowhere. And then after he gets beat, and that was uh, the senior uh, Benjamin. Benjamin. You know, I heard that was Rebby's dad. Senior oh, Benjamin is, it? is Rebby's dad. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I hear. That's what I heard. That's cool. <coughs> King Maxwell. But no, I liked every part of it though. I mean, the cheesiness and all that stuff. Wonderful I mean, xylophone. It's 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 dang good, and I think that the the Hardys doing this, it's it's helping uh, TNA, and it's and it's catched a uh, caught a lot of a lot of people's eyes. I can't talk. A lot of people, the you know what I'm trying to say. I can't yeah. talk. Here's my opinion that if you, I'm sorry, you say. Oh, I was just gonna, gonna say. Uh, you know, I agree uh, with you, Doug. You have to applaud TNA for for at least. Go, trying it, yeah. It's like, dude, our ratings are going down. What the fuck did they have to lose? Exactly. It's like, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. And in some form and fashion, whether it was their intent or not, to make something like that the, the way that they did, it got people talking. It got a lot of people who have not watched TNA in a very long time to watch it and follow the story. And that's in wrestling, that's what's most important. Is to keep people interested and keep people coming back. I watched it. I thought it was cheesy, but it was funny. Uh, you know, from from the very start with the birthday party and all that, I was cracking up, laughing. Um, I mean, no doubt it was batshit. Yeah, like, it was. I mean, it was insane. But in the best way, but in the best way. Uh, you know, from the oh oh shit, it's a dilapidated boat. I mean, you know, it has its quotes. It has its moments. <laughs> My favorite part. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about like favorite parts because number one, like Jeff Hardy's like ridiculous landscaping was fucking <laughs> awesome, and one like my favorite, my two favorite parts probably were like when the drones show up at Jeff's house and he's like, oh hell no, nah. he was so fucking serious about it. He was so like he played it so straight. And the other part, my other favorite part is whenever like Matt was convinced he killed him with the fireworks or whatever. <laughs> And then uh, he goes, because he's doing his over the top the whole mm-hmm. time, and he gets real straight like, oh shit! shit. He's just like, oh shit! Like Jeff's like, damn right, oh shit! Yeah, I liked when Matt was uh, laughing and he was on a lawnmower and he was running over Jeff's <laughs> symbols. <coughs> I love that they're like in this crazy, like weird blood feud with all this crazy <laughs> shit going on, but they live next door. They're like, <laughs> meet me on the property lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, the. the- just the graphics from the drone with Matt Hardy's projected head was just ridiculous. I don't know if you guys caught it, but I went back and rewatched it, and uh, yeah, and I, I saw it cra- twice. <laughs> the the part where uh, it's it's at the end of the match, and Matt is handed the candle, and he lights the whatever in flames. Did you guys see Matt Hardy catch on fire? No. Uh... It ignited where he was lying down. And like he rolls off, and you can see the smoke just pouring off of his oh, hair. Wow. So uh, it's, it's definitely cool. So it's his hair going back caught on fire. Like where he was, 
it all went up. Like I guess he was supposed to be a little further down from So are you talking about the whenever they like he he did that move to him and they were in that grave? Yes. Yeah. I was, I was surprised was, his his pants didn't catch on fire because I thought they were pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a trail that leads up to the, I guess, the tombstone or whatever. But whenever it ignited, it went down. Yeah. So, like, Matt was in the middle of it instead of <laughs> further away from it. They so. did some cutting. No. Like, you watch him. Like, I don't remember He catches that. on fire. It's right at the end. I mean, he catches on fire. He rolls a different out. angle, sort of. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was nuts. It was this this thing. I mean, like you said, it, it, it you got to applaud them for at least taking the chance. So, and it got people talking. That was the end of it then, right? Or they're gonna Jeff's done. My understanding, Jeff's it's a very done. limited. He's been under- deleted. Like, Jeff's done. Yeah. I mean, for TNA. Yeah. He may be going. Maybe. But uh, from my understanding, he's gone. Um, I thought it was like really cool and really fun and really entertaining and really interesting. My my reservation about it is that they'll try to like overdo it like going forward. And I don't know that this is like a pace you can keep up with. I think if you try to like sort of redo this, I don't know that it it will work. I'm mm. pr- in fact I'm probably convinced it wouldn't work again. So I don't know. I'm a little. I have a little bit of reservation about that, but I do intend with work slowing down a little bit. And by the time you hear this, it will. I've already aired, and actually TNA comes on the night that we record. But I hope to, to for get now. To, yeah, for now it's going to Thursdays and the 21st or something. Yeah, the same week that actually next week it goes uh, moves to Thursdays. Yeah, so I hope to catch it when I get home. Mm-hmm. And um, but this is what I would say. You said there were some people that said this is awful. This is the worst thing they've ever done. This is signs that TNA is true. To me, I will accept people that say this that this is like way too wacky for them, and they want like a true sports build and blah 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 and all that stuff. Fine, I can I will take that opinion. But to me, if you have that opinion, then you can't tell me how Bray Wyatt is cool because if you just want pure sports build, I understand that that. This thing is a little more wacky than the Wyatt stuff, but not by that much. To me, mm. it's as believable these two drugged up crazy brothers finally lost their minds. Finally lost their fucking minds than it is anything Bray or the Undertaker. If you buy into the Undertaker, to me, that's the same thing. To me, you can't be like, well, it's cool that the Undertaker can teleport and like <laughs> you know whatever, and then be like, yeah, set well, things Matt, on fire yeah, with lightning bolts. Matt Hardy's a drugged up, crazy rich guy. He probably could buy some drones if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, is it that much more of a stretch than like Bray Wyatt or the Undertaker or Kane or any of that shit? To me, no. So I, I understand it's a little more wacky, but it's the Vulcan one. Yeah, version one, Vanguard. Vanguard one. That's I what think it was. Someone said they misspelled it. I they did. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they put the Vulcan one. <laughs> to me, I Vanguard. understand that it's not like apples to apples, but if you can't deal with the outrageousness, the outrageousness of this, and then can tolerate some other outrage, if you like Lucha Underground, if you mm-hmm. like The Undertaker, if you like Rewind, to me it goes hand in hand. Even though it's a little more wackier, to me it's a little more animated. Yeah, but I still, I mean, like me. if you want like pure sports build, that I can't have you talking about like the, the other stuff too i mean that's not something that's not a like a cogent argument to me to yeah. like say one or the other but uh, i don't know whatever. and the fact that they added music to the match and all that is just <laughs> it's just wow i was way into it like yeah. i 
<laughs> I mean, whatever. I don't know. Prepare the battlefield <laughs> for massacre. Massacre. That's right. And how did he become? How did uh, Senior uh, Benjamin become Willow? Yes. <laughs> that's beyond me. Anyway, Willow power. Yeah, that's right. Same reason Willow wasn't wet when he came out the water. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, some strange editing. Willow there the Wisp on that part. I think it was wacky like that on part. I mean, do you know? Do you remember when um, Hardy missed the Swanton out of the tree and then went for the pinfall anyway? Like he was the one. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? So what the hell? What's going on here? Yeah, all kinds of craziness. So um, I thought it was good fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I, enjoyable. I, I might not watch. Much other than that from TNA, but that it got me watching. You're watch more. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. So uh, I thought you wanted to change the theme of the podcast to mostly TNA centric. Yeah, we're gonna phase WB out. Oh, are we? In honor of Broken Matt Hardy, <laughs> oh, I don't remember. the best gimmick in wrestling. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember that conversation. Yep. I must have been. Uh, you were playing on your Pokemon Go. I must have been drunk or high or something. You're playing Pokemon Go. You're playing Pokemon Go. Your face is playing. Doug's Pokemon not Go. playing. That's for certain. Nope. He hates Pokemon Go. Sure do. He's Team Rocket of Pokemon Go. Nope. You're not. Not Team Rocket. I'm nothing about no Pokemon. <laughs> Blasting off the speed it. of light. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about... Chicks, I don't man. like Pokemon, chicks, and I man. don't want to hear about anybody having a good time with Pokemon. <laughs> I just want to destroy everything that people find joyous about it. Oh. Well, that's not good. What if people want to destroy all the things that you liked? They can't, because it, I just phase them out. Like, I just <laughs> live in my own world. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter to me what other people think of the shit I like. So we just need to phase you out? Or probably fuck most other people have. I don't know why I'm even here. It's your own fucking <laughs> faults. Hmm. Interesting. So let's talk about chicks, man. Not chicks, man. UFC 200. It took place uh, this past Saturday as we all got together to watch the Brock Lesnar fight. Bork laser. Bork laser. Yeah. Went to town on Mark Hunt. Uh, oh, what's his name? Mark Hunt. So uh, any thoughts on the I don't get the joke. He's wanting me to say something that's inappropriate. Say his name correctly. I did. Oh. Twice. <laughs> so anyways. So Doug, what did you think of the uh, USC 200? Not necessarily I have to take it match by match, but you know, mostly because we're mostly talking about it because of the Lesnar fight. Yeah, I mean, overall, it was a fun enough time for me. Uh, Lesnar match wasn't pretty, but as a yeah. fan of Lesnar, I will take the W. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's... They sort of rolled the dice, yeah, by letting him do this. So I think it paid off. They they won, but uh, to me it's weird because I don't know where they go from here. In terms of like, is Brock gonna fight again? Or I'm sure he will. See, That's what a lot of people say. So I I don't know. See, and, to me it's like the longer it goes on, the bigger the gamble because you're yeah. like gambling on him being like a badass, and if he loses, then it hurts him. I thought it was a huge gamble to announce an opponent. I thought it was a huge gamble to even announce him for SummerSlam before yeah. they knew. Well, they want to capitalize on what's going on. Yeah, but if he gets his ass beat or if he loses, then or if he gets hurt enough to where he, he can't compete, then if he mm-hmm. lost, then they could play it up as Orton, you know, talking, you know, smack, you know, yo, we lost. Oh, it's gonna be easy pickings. I don't know. Yeah, to me that's like, because to me it's like why. 
I don't even know why they're doing this match in the first place. There's because, no I don't reason. know why I don't know why you bring Orton back to lose because at this point Lesnar has to win that match. Yeah. And I don't know why you bring Orton back to lose. I don't know why you bring Orton back from injury to to, to, against. to, to go against Lesnar, who seems to give the least <laughs> amount of fucks about his opponents. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And, and like and what did he say before the match? Like when they interview him, he's like, I, I don't care what I got going on later on. I'm focused on this match and all yeah. that. I just mean in terms of like protecting his opponents, I think he gives the least amount of fucks. Yeah. I think he'll just throw it he'll throw, Yeah, all the suplexes and all What's that. What's that story Dude, that you think of the suplexes with Orton landing on his shoulder? Well, it's probably for the best if they f- they get away from just doing the suplex matches. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. He's still like, still pretty gamble to come back from that big yeah. injury. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But no, uh, I totally enjoyed it. The whole thing, you mm-hmm. know, uh, even the, the pre, what's it called? The pre preliminary preliminary and all that stuff and, and all the matches on the pay-per-view. And it was weird th- to see them promote WWE stuff. It was very surreal on there to oh, see the, the game. Yeah. The video and game and got, the SummerSlam promos and all who that. They get to, to announce the game or it's like, was it, uh, Chuck Liddell? Yeah. yeah, Chuck Liddell was like, "Oh, check out WWE 2K17." I'm like, "Oh, weird." It's not that weird. It's sort of I, like it's cross promotion, but I mean, and it's sort of their way of getting like a popular UFC guy to put over Lesnar, so the hardcore MMA purists don't shit on Lesnar like the same way that they tried to usher uh, Roman Reigns in by bringing the Rocky out to like lessen how yeah. people react. It's, it's sort of the same principle to me. It's like if you're an MMA purist and you despise Lesnar because he's a pro wrestling guy, then you give like an MMA legend to like give him the rub. Be like, hey, check this guy out. He's cool. Well, Whatever, you know, same principle. I've read certain articles and stuff and also stuff that they said that uh, Brock Lesnar said that WWE, like before all this, WWE wasn't like supportive or they weren't going to like promote it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I read and heard. But, uh, and then you see WWE on Facebook promoting the hell out of it. Yeah. Uh, not too much on Raw or anything. No. But then, you know, I mean, it's still pretty cool. The, I was surprised there was no any WWE superstars in the audience and they didn't show them mm-hmm. anything like that. Undertaker. I would have loved to have had Paul Heyman introduce him in the ring, in the octagon. Well, it was weird to see him come out to enter Sandman. Yeah. It was uh, I thought maybe... They did some deal. He came out to his WWE music or something. I don't know. He's probably like, no, I'm not coming out to that. Dun, like, I want to come out dun, to my own, dun, my own dun. choice. Yeah. So, but I mean, hey, they gambled and it paid off, so props for them. They said it was don't risk it too many more vote, times. right? Three rounds, but the, 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 the second round was kind of iffy. The second round went to Hunt, for sure. Yeah, but they were saying it was unanimous three that's what WWE was saying. I was like, of course y'all are going to say that. I mean, I'm pretty well, sure he didn't unanim- win the second It was second unanimous round. that all three judges picked Lesnar as the winner. But oh. it was not unanimous that he won all the rounds. Right. They, oh, it was I thought unanimous that's what they among meant. the judges that he won the first yeah. and the third round. It was like 28 to 26 in every account. Or 29 to 27 or something like that. Um, so, yeah. Interesting stuff. So, let's talk about Raw. Not chicks. Man. Um the second to last raw before the uh the draft happens next uh next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. Next Tuesday. Looking forward to it. Um We're going we're moving a day back next week, right? 
Yeah, starting uh, starting next week, we're going to be recording the show on Wednesday. Normally, we record Tuesday nights and then release the show on Wednesday. But now, because of SmackDown going live, we'll be recording Wednesday and releasing on Thursday. So mark your calendars for those of you who get used to us, you know, airing the show on uh, on Wednesday. You'll have to wait one more. Airing it out. Air it out. That's right. So uh, this Raw, I felt... I, I, well, well, before we get into Raw, do you want to talk a little bit about Bracketology? Chronologically, sure. it came first. I mean, yeah. did you guys see Bracketology? I did. I, mean, I saw like, certain ones. So yeah. Like, okay, what are you talking about? Like, the, I saw them on the internet videos, and I saw certain... Well, they released it as, like, one long production. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, did they split it up on, like, YouTube or something? Yeah. On uh, the network. Hmm? On the WWE network. I saw it on the network, like, as one show. I don't know what yeah. you guys are talking about. I That's saw it on okay. YouTube as different videos. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were your, like impressions of the presentation? I thought I thought it was pretty cool. I I liked it the the fact that they're talking about each of the participants, giving them a little bit of background about them, and say, hey, here's what you're what you need to look for in this guy. I I thought it was well done. Well, that's how they should do it. You know, it's like you're gonna have like a a big you know tournament with all these guys. Uh, there's a lot of people in the WWE universe don't know any of these people. Or, you know, a lot of them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good introduction, and uh, I thought it was enjoyable for the things just, I've seen. I just like that it was, like, such a different presentation than... Because to me, like, they have so many hours of programming, and the way to make the programming seem like must-see, and this is really something that I hope they take into account with SmackDown, is to make the shows feel different than the other shows. Mm-hmm. Like, this felt like a more... Any storylines they set up were like about the guys' like actual lives and stuff. Like they sort of presented them like straightforward, and they sort of okay. I don't know much. I mean, I don't follow sports, but I understand they do bracketologies for uh, some other fucking sport. I don't know. I don't care. Don't write in. Tell Fake me stuff. I, don't tell me. I don't give a fuck because I'm not gonna watch it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, my point is like um, they sort of. I guess they tried to do like the 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 real sports build for this shit, and mm. so to me. That's a welcome change of pace because if you're gonna look, if you're gonna give me so many hours of TV to watch every week, then make them feel like different. Make them feel different. Make make give me a reason to watch the show that is not just more of what I'm already getting from like the other shows. So I appreciated that. Also, I thought Brian and Mario were really good together. I thought yeah. they played off each other well. Like Mario sort of like sets Brian up like really well, and he's a professional. I like that. Um, I thought it was weird that Brian's buddies were the guys they got to do like in studio <laughs> stuff. Do you think that's like um, a production uh, decision where like these guys will be candid with each other, or do you think it's like Brian like having some stroke or, around the okay, place how, now? How'd or, that go down? I, I didn't see that. Well, like Kendrick was like in studio, and they're obviously really good buddies. I talked about how they had their first match ever together. Brian's like, I hope this guy. He's like, I want this guy right here to win. Like he like just, mm. he played a favorite like right out there. He's like, this is the guy who I want to win it all. We had our first match together. We trained together. And then even TJ Perkins, like, uh, he was like, yeah, I've known this guy for a long time. Like, basically, he's the been guy, wrestling longer than I have. The guys that Brian was friends with were the guys who did the yeah, real sit Uh Well, Bushi is not great on the English. So, uh, and just because I think, just because they were, I don't know, necessarily know that they're friends. I just think that they're, they've wrestled. So, uh, mm-hmm. But I thought it was weird. I didn't know if that was like a decision where like these guys like will have chemistry and be candid because they know each other well, or if it was like Brian's like there he has some stroke and he'd be like, put the guys I want in there or now or whatever. I don't know. What'd you Probably think the that? former. Probably the former? Yeah. 
It's like, well, they probably said, okay, well, who who knows these guys better than anybody? That'd be right. Daniel Bryan. So, sure. you know, put them together so that they can talk and it won't seem uncomfortable or, or anything like that. There won't be any awkward pauses or anything like that. Who do you think came out looking the best? I'd have to go back and rewatch it. Couldn't couldn't really tell you. Oh, well, the one guy who stood out, I can't remember his name, but he had the uh the you uh, um I think it's the Union Jack flag. Oh, uh, Zack Saber Jr. Yes. He I mean, out of everyone there he stood out. I just couldn't remember his name or anything really about him. I felt really bad for Brian Kendrick because he was like It's my chance at redemption. <laughs> he's like, I sort of like it's like they let me go. I sort of fucked up. I sort of deserved it. Yeah. And if I don't win this, this is like the story of my life. I just come up short again or whatever. It made yeah, me feel really bad. That, I, I was like, oh. It's like, wow, that that's, makes me feel bad. Yeah. It's got something to Let's fight for. Let's give it for. to this guy. Um, yeah, so. And I like the build between Gargano and, and Ciampa. That was well yeah. done. Thought it was cool. I mean, obviously, by the time you hear this, the first uh, show will already air. We're going to be obviously like a week behind on the mm-hmm. the Cruiserweight Classic stuff just because, look, man, there's a show every fucking day of the week. We have to record one day. We're going to be really far behind on one of these shows. <laughs> yeah. So You got next starting next week, you're going to have Raw on Monday, SmackDown on Tuesday, NXT and... Uh, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground. God. They're about to wrap up though for the season. Oh well, yeah, but they'll be back. That's on Wednesday. Then Thursday you've got Impact. Is there anything on Friday? Uh, well, New Japan Access. If you have uh, <laughs> New Japan on Friday, yeah. If you have uh, what's your call it? Yeah. Access. access. I'm like New Japan on Access. Then I'm like <laughs> if you have a uh, uh, yes, Access of course. And then, and then Ring, Ring of Honor, Honor on access. Saturday. You have and access. Pay per views on Sunday. I do. Doug or Daniel. I no. do. No, I don't have access. You do. I do. Only times I need to come over and watch it. Okay. You can record it. Yeah. Although it's hasn't been like a frequent recording, or at least on my DVR. It's every it'll, two weeks. It'll maybe. I uh, think they do it in like season format though, so I don't know if it's uh, maybe they might be off. I don't know because they're behind the the current yeah. product. Yeah, they are. Because I watched one episode and Shinsuke and AJ Styles were both on there. I'm like, whoa, way far away. They're like they're about six months behind. Yeah. So, but Whoa, it was really nice. Cool. It, it it was really nice listening to JR AJ do and Shinsuke or New Japan. They're also in WWE at the same yeah. time. They don't present it though. Did you, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but they don't present it as current product. I don't think so. They just sort of yeah. I don't know. They're just I, like, honestly, hey, we got some great matchups. For honestly, you tonight. I haven't seen the show since Ross took over from Morrow and uh, Josh Barnett. Mm. Very cool. But yeah, did you see uh, Jesse Sorensen, one of the alternates in the Cruiserweight Classic? Mm, I heard they brought some extra guys in in case things went down. But yeah, uh, I it was hard to see. I was trying to pick people out from the group shots and be like, I definitely know who that is. I know who that is. But what did they say? Or they talked to him? He's not like in the tournament. He's just like an extra. He's right? an alternate. Yeah, but what they said, they like showed him, right? Well, they just showed a picture of, of the people. Um. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So, uh, yeah. So let's talk about Raw now. Okay. Not chicks, man. Um, I don't know. Did did this did this Raw hold y'all's attention? Because for me, I was struggling. This is what I think they're doing. The draft's about to come. They're about to split everybody up. Yeah. To me, they're just doing like they're not. They're dropping the even the pretense of trying to work a story between these guys. They're just doing like. 
this guy, just like basically even with the Lesnar and Orton stuff, there's like these guys are fighting in SummerSlam. That's the match. Yeah. Like that's all you need to know. Like uh, here's a battle royal. He's got the title shot. The they're dropped. All the we're gonna build these stories like because they're about to hit the reset Except for Kevin Owens. And, well, that's sort of the culmination, and that's and, gonna end at Battleground. Yeah. It's like okay, this will be their farewell as they more than likely goes their separate ways. I, I, they're they may be paying off stories, but they're not starting new ones. There's no point. They're about yeah. to hit the reset. Is Battlegrounds mm-hmm. this weekend? Next weekend. This weekend. Not this one, but the next, right? Yeah, I believe so. Wait, 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 wait. May it might be. Or it might be this weekend. The drafts after the pay per view, right? Or is it the week Mm-mm. of? No, no, it's the week. It's the Tuesday before the Battleground. So it is not this now Sunday, me, but next. Now you got me checking things. Yeah, check it out. I'm Some positive. Fact. I'm check. positive. It's not this Sunday. It's next. Wow, they've changed up the website so much. Um, oh, my God, just tell me when it is. That's all I need to know. July 24th. So we still have time. That's uh, this Sunday. And it's not this Sunday. You were incorrect, sir. Today is the 12th. What? Your face is incorrect. That's just mean. So we're two weeks away. So, yeah. So, okay. Well, we kick things off. We have a uh, battle royal to determine the number one contender for the Miz's Intercontinental Championship. And um, lo and behold, Darren Young re-debuts, and he gets the win. That was pretty strange. I was I was searching <clears throat> through all the people in the battle royal, and he wasn't the one of the people I was thinking was going to win. I was like, okay, Corbin... Mm-hmm. Which would be Hill Hill Hill? That'd be weird. Or Cruise. Uh, Cruise, yeah. Especially since he got music, he was the only one who got music coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a very interesting way to re-debut Darren Young after the weeks and weeks and weeks of video packages, and then all of a sudden he's just in a battle royal and he ends up winning. After I Apollo saw Cruz. him in the battle royal at first, and I was like, okay, they haven't done nothing with him. He's in here out of nowhere, and it's like he's not going to win. Yeah. But I was wrong. He ends up getting the victory after uh, Corbin and Cruz battle and end up eliminating each other as they were it's the a weird finish ones. for sure. Yeah, very for sure. Finish. He was just like, oh, I won. Oh, oh sweet. Cool. Even, we're going to um, make Darren Young great, great again. again. That's right. What do you think about it, Doug? <coughs> I mean, battle royals are battle royals. Outside of the Royal Rumble where they try to tell like overarching stories, the battle royals are just basically battle royals. It's a, lot a of bunch dudes. of dudes throwing each other around. Bunch of dudes piling up in the corner. <laughs> they had to get Miz to tell the situation going like, that was going on because it's like, hey, here's all these people. What's going on? I know it's a battle royal, but for what? That's yeah, right. I mean, battle royals are, are hard to get excited about outside of the Rumble. It's just fun to watch a bunch of people beat each other up. Uh, so yeah, so Darren Young, your new Intercontinental number one contender, <laughs> Intercontinental champion. Nope. Uh, after that, we got to see a backstage segment with uh, Zack Ryder catching up to Rusev saying, hey, you know, on SmackDown, you told me that if I wanted a championship match, all I had to do was yeah, challenge bitch, you. Yeah, bitch, I'll challenge you right now. I'm challenging you right now. Let's do it. Come on. And uh, he is then attacked from behind by Sheamus, who says, no, fella, you got a match with me. And it's next. I mean, this was a lot more competitive than I expected. Uh, I don't know if they like realized that, hey, we have a brand split coming up, so we need to make some of these guys look like they're competent, look like they're competitors. Yeah. Because 
even in defeat, he got a lot more than I thought he was going to get, and he looked a lot more like diehard than like most jobbers get. I mean, let's he's a he's a jobber with a gimmick, but he's he's a jobber. no. They changed his theme music up. They they revamped it, so he's getting ready for that big push. That's what I'm saying. They realize like we need more guys to be to. Wouldn't it be, have been he's wonderful? getting out of jobber status? What, I understand that, but I'm saying up <laughs> until this point. That has been his role. Mm-hmm. And my point is, is that it wouldn't have been great if they hadn't, you know, like drug him through the shit for so many years and then like they wouldn't have to like rush like a this guy is competent thing now. It's just sort of weird. But it's, I was like, yeah, they really know they need more guys because <laughs> they need some stars. Yeah, because Zach looks like a competitor instead of getting his ass beat in a few minutes mm-hmm. after the broski boot. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> uh, he did come up a little bit short. Sheamus got the win, but Rusev comes out immediately beat after. beat that ass. Puts him in the accolade and says, I accept your challenge. Is that I still called accolade challenge. when he goes back like that? Sure. That's called so. ride it, pony. Genuine? Yep. All right. But <laughs> So after that, we got to see the team of Breezango going up against the Lucha Dragons. What? They got that W. Yeah, they did get that W. Talk about the match there, Tyler. What did you think? Uh, it wasn't that that <laughs> awesome, but uh, <laughs> you sure seemed excited. Hey, they got the win though. They got the win though. They did. Uh, I don't know. I still kind of feel like they're a joke, but I mean, I still like them. Uh, Brizango. They're a comedy heel team that is starting. I think. I th- I think it'll start getting over with the crowd. I like to pull that like the, the cocky like Zoolander shit. Like yeah. they're better than you and we're like models and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just go with it. Well, yeah. I did like the ending where uh Breeze had Kalisto up on the middle rope, put his head between the tur- the turnbuckle, gave him the super kick and then slammed him down for the pin. Yeah. Although he did grab the tights, which they didn't really address, but you know. That sucks that Kalisto uh messed up his move that when yeah. he's bouncing off the ropes to do that like spinning uh what is that called? It's like a corkscrew thing. Corkscrew. Yeah. Yeah. That. That sucks, you know. It happens. It happens. Um, Doug, any thoughts on it? I thought it was pretty fun outside of the couple of blown spots on the Lucha Dragons part. I think um, not only Kalisto, but also Sinkara blew a spot too. But outside of that, I thought it was a fun tag match. And uh, mm-hmm. same thing as the, um, the Ryder stuff. They either... This this is either their way of treading water because they don't want to start anything significant with people, or they realize we've got two two shows that we're supposed to be making feel like not a waste of your time. So we need to make some of these teams mean something. We need to build another team outside of the tag picture. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. someone's gonna have to get on that spot where they're like jobbers and like yeah. Who cares? I mean, about. who cares? Though? I mean, like there should be a jobber team, yeah. but there should also be other teams that aren't title contenders. for. There's That's not what the ascensions for, yeah. I mean, there is this is the spectrum of tag teams in the WWE. Jobber team, title, title contenders. There's all this area in between yeah. that they, can, they, they they need to fill. And that's why everything always seems so whack when they're like, oh, this is now a contender team. They're like, what the fuck have they been doing for the past six months? <laughs> this is just a way of like, yeah, let these two teams wrestle each other sometimes. It doesn't have anything to do with the title or getting squashed by another team. They're yeah. just like, like the Dudleys. Yeah. You know what team that they were hyping up that you don't see? The Hype Bros. That's no, right. No, 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 no. Is um, You said hype. Hype Bros were on NXT last week. They were. 
But uh getting ready for that call up. No, um what's it called? Uh Ascension. Quiet families. New Day. Puerto Rico. Shining Stars. Shining Stars. Yeah. I wonder what's going on with that. That's probably just a hey, slow the roll. We'll just wait for the draft to maybe get that thing going. Um going back to Brizango. I uh I on Snapchat I uh <laughs> added WWE so I see their stuff, whatever, and uh Tyler Breeze was coming out with a selfie stick and he was playing Pokemon Go while he was walking to the ring. There you go. Very nice. So uh, the team of Breezango end up getting the victory. So good stuff there. Uh, after that, we got to see Seth Rollins come out and deliver the Rollins Report with the special guest, Roman Reigns. And I thought this was an excellent interview. I found hey, it man. very strange that it was Roman strange. kept changing his shirts and yeah. putting his hair up and holding the title. And he's holding the title. champion right now. That's yeah, weird. The, the curtain was different. Yeah. It was red and green. It was a little weird. But all in all, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was real dumb. Real, <laughs> real dumb. I knew something stupid was coming up. I, I had of to. It's like, it's like he's going to have some doctor uh, footage of something. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like him cosplaying as Roman. Like, <laughs> you know how they do that every once in a while? They break out the they yeah. dress up as whoever they're talking about? No, actually what oh I thought God, it was going to be go. was oh, they were going to film Roman. Like if this stuff is just a work or whatever, I don't know. What they were gonna film Rome, like film Roman, like out in public doing stuff, whatever, and maybe he was out in the like the food market and like he took an apple or something. I don't know. He didn't pay for it. It's just like a workaround so they can like let everyone know that he's still in the match. That just because he hasn't been on Raw, but also. Not Don't forget use, about him, folks. Well, they didn't use any new footage, so it's not like he came to film anything under suspension or anything. They they, yeah. they, they stitched together a bunch of old shit, and that was their way of letting everyone know he's still on the show, which, yes. is, which is a weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then uh, Dean Ambrose interrupts and says, hey, you know, I'm, I like to have fun. Yeah, sure, why not? But I'm also the champ, and I fought and scratched and clawed my way up, and I've left buckets of blood behind in the ring and limbs and I've gone and proven what I'm willing to do to get this title. So what do you think it's going to take for me to let it go? Uh, I Actually, I thought this was a really well done promo by Ambrose. I thought he delivered on the mic. Uh, he had that intensity, which is what he's needed. We, you know, we can ditch the, the comedy shtick. Well, yeah, well you I don't know. know if you're ever going to ditch that because he goes back and forth constantly. Yeah, and I know that they want to try and be like, oh, he's a lunatic. You don't know what he's thinking. One day he's he's happy and having fun. The next day he's all in your face and wacky and crazy. He's wacky and crazy and all that. But uh, I, I dug this, this side of uh, Dean Ambrose. How about you guys? Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I think it's the best work he's done in a long time, maybe ever, as far as mic work. And, you know, this is really, again, like, I guess just to sort of back up what you're saying, this is sort of the Ambrose that I want to see. Like, way more of this and way less of... Hot dog uh, carts. Uh, way more of this and way less of, like, Charlie from Always Sunny type of crazy and, <laughs> like, like this kind of crazy. Oh, you stupid bitch. Kitten mittens. <laughs> Meow. Like that's the crazy they've been presenting. Like just the weird, like he's sort yeah. of a weirdo, like oddball. And I don't, rats. I want way more of the. Okay, look, guys, we're not doing a sunny podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I want like more of this oh, and yeah. less of the 
Did Charlie. you know that Mac actually owns a bar in Philadelphia? Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't care. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm sure he does. I'm You're sure telling me. He does. I'm letting you know. Okay. Actually, sure he does. Actually, I was checking to see if he knew and if he didn't inform you. No, I didn't know that, actually. He does. That's cool. Yeah. Or I should say he co-owns. So. But no, I, I enjoyed Dean Ambrose like this. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know how much you missed the hot dog cart and all that stuff. None. What? I do not miss the 1%. hot dog cart at all. Condiment king. <laughs> yeah. King of the condiments. All right. I mean, there's like a DC character called Condiment King who has like a oh. mustard and ketchup like gun type thing. Oh, I didn't know this. You have to show me after the podcast. I want to see this Google shit. It. Yeah, Google this. Right yeah, now. Let's do it. No, well, it's Google charging. It you, have a, you have a computer. No. So uh, after that, we got to see Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens go up against Cesaro, and uh, before the matchup, Sami Zayn was trying to be on uh, commentary, and uh, Kevin Owens said, "No, that's an unsafe work environment. You need to have him escorted out." And sure enough, that's what happened. But a small brawl broke out, and then Vince McMahon arrived, and then they had Kevin Owens go up against Cesaro. I like the action in this match. He has underwear on. As most superheroes tend to do, as Superman does, as Quail Man does. Well, no, this is like legit whitey tighties. Like Quail Quail Man? Quail Man, yeah. Yeah. So what did you think about Kevin Owens versus Cesaro? Thought it was a good match. Yeah? Thought it was uh, nice. I appreciate uh, Owens working and finishing that was outside of the pop-up powerbomb. I'm always in favor Mm -hmm. of guys having multiple finishes that they can better protect. And uh, I don't know if this was something he's going to use going forward uh, more consistently or what, but I hope so. Hopefully, he keeps it as like a protected second finisher or something. Yeah. Tyler, I've always enjoyed their um, fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both do a good work, and uh, I know they will continue to do it. Yep, they were leading the path for the oh, yeah. future talents. Um, and after the match, Kevin Owens goes over to the commentary booth, grabs the headset from Byron, starts talking trash, and then all of a sudden, Sami Zayn attacks. So the brawl continues, and the feud, the feud lives on as it moves closer to battleground. Let's go. Uh, after that, we got a uh, Slater Gator reunion as Titus O'Neil took on Heath Slater, and uh, they made uh, Titus. Looked like a beast in this match. I mean, he is literally throwing Heath Slater around the ring. Just Well, Heath is smaller than him. He is much smaller, so makes it easy for Titus to do. And I thought they did an excellent oh, job oh, of oh, making oh, him oh, look oh, like oh, a, a really dominant guy. Yeah, I mean, it's basically an extended squash. Mm-hmm. Like, WWE's, like, jobbers of today aren't aren't the, uh, the type that you don't know anything or they present as you not know anything about them. They, they don't have a gimmick. They have like sort of like jobbers with gimmicks, and it's like Slater and Ryder. Those are guys there to lose to everybody. Bo Dallas, but they have like you know gimmicks. So I don't know. I swear that Titus O'Neil and Rusev like feud like did not last long at all. Yeah, I don't mind them doing little couple of week feuds that last on TV that don't even culminate on pay-per-view. I'm in favor of that just to mix mm-hmm. things up. I have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. That's different because we don't usually see that that much, really. We don't, but it. that's sort of why it was refreshing to me, I guess. Something new. Like it. Um, after that, we got to see the New Day and Wyatt family confrontation at the Wyatt family compound. 
And uh, a lot of people were comparing this to Final Deletion. What do you guys think? It's esque. Here's the thing. It's Bush League as fuck to do this the week after Final Deletion. No matter what, no matter if your opinion, if they had it planned all along, or if they saw Final Deletion or knew that Final Deletion was coming and knew what it was and tried to do their own version to capitalize on the talk, whether you believe they did that or not, either way, it looks amateur as fuck to do it the week after Final mm-hmm. Deletion. And we always talk, We for years we've talked to shit on TNA, as well as many other people that talk <laughs> about wrestling, has talked shit on TNA for doing like, why are you like, do your own thing. Why are you content to be WWE light? So it's only fair to turn the tables in WWE and be mm-hmm. like, that's fucking Bush League. Like, that's, do your own shit. That's weird to, for WWE to doing that, doing that, to, uh, you know, copying TNA because... They didn't give it any time to breathe. Like, they did no. it the week after, and so it looks Bush League as fuck. It, it wasn't, like, terribly filmed or, like, an embarrassment or anything. It was, it was kind of. It was pretty poorly filmed. Uh, I there were a lot of times where I'm like, "Oh my god, what am I looking at?" Because the camera's it, moving so fast. I think it was stylistic. Yeah, it was. Sty- I think it was I a stylistic choice and not a we were inadequately filmed this. Yeah, I think it was a style. Uh, yeah, I agree choice. with him. But I mean, it was a lot more serious uh, and you know a lot less goofy and tonally different, but. And ram me with my car. No one who watches on. no one who watches TNA and WWE could not come away from that thinking that they didn't do that oh, as yeah. an answer to Final When you see that and all the stuff going on and all the fight, and I was like, TNA, final deletion. <laughs> I did not think WWE would do this. And I'll just say it, I do think I because it's so hard for me, because of the timing, to think that they didn't rip them off. I'll just say, yeah, they probably fucking ripped them off. More than likely, yeah. I mean, <laughs> too from, much of a coincidence. Yeah, from from the stylized shooting to you know the outdoor location and all that. It's hey, just uh, someone in the back is like, hey Hunter, check this out. You think we can do something like this? No, that wasn't Hunter. That was a Vince decision. Vince? I can almost, I would almost put money on it. Well, see, here's the thing about teenagers been pimping like. They've been like building up to this for a few weeks now, and the word is out. They're talking about people's reaction to it. Mm-hmm. They probably either knew someone who saw it, got word from someone who saw it, or just figured out what the fuck it was. And then they were just like, "We'll do our own thing." Yeah. And even though it wasn't like necessarily, it wasn't like poorly done. It was, it was, it was done fine. But it's just the tr- the, 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 the fact decision they, to, to, to do, do it, it in that style. League. Yeah. Pretty bush league. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, looking at it as a separate entity, uh, you thought it was okay. You thought it was fine. It was okay. It's, yeah. It's hard. Honestly, it's hard for me to separate how I feel about that from how I feel about Final Deletion. I I cannot honestly tell you that I could separate the two at this point. Yeah. For me, it was kind of uh, a bit alarming because in the Final Deletion video, like, what's the most dangerous thing that they did? They well, they Jeff did the, fell out of they, a fucking tree and off a ladder. Yeah. That and shooting the ground. fireworks. Was, yeah. <laughs> With And there was fire underneath. So, yeah, that's pretty dangerous. Uh, how about swinging an axe at your opponent? I think that Regardless that it hit a tree, it was the tree that Xavier Woods is standing behind. I'm sure that was all angle. Like, it probably looked I, like dangerous. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but it's like, Jesus, they're, you know... Okay, I, if it's I mean, a baseball look, bat, it's one thing. If it's a kendo stick, it's another. This is a freaking axe. Listen, kill listen. You. you just got through talking about how Matt Hardy set himself on fire. <laughs> and now you're trying to run it back. Like, how, Listen, kids. Listen. It's okay. Well, it wasn't intentional for him to set himself on fire. Right. He just happened to be in the wrong place. 
These guys are trying to kill Xavier Woods in the woods. <laughs> Listen, much love and respect to TNA for final deletion. I love that they did it. And it, it, to me, it's cringy as hell that the WWE tried to do their own thing. So little time elapsed between the two. Yeah. But if you're telling, but if you're, te- you're making it this like stuff Matt out- Hardy and Jeff, they used fireworks. They used Roman candles. Whereas like Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family would use AK 47s. But if you're telling me that you think TNA was safer about this than the WWE <laughs> was safe. I'm willing to bet there were paramedics on stand for the WWE suit. Oh, yeah. Shoot. To me, Final Deletion was just the people that were in it and some dude holding the camera. That's yeah. how I think of when I think the of Final Deletion. Oh, did guy? you see the camera crew in the well, background? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, if camera you go back guy? and you, if you go back. for me. I just want like okay. one guy to be there with a camera. There's a camera guy, a ref, Matt and Jeff. <laughs> and the drone flying And senior uh, Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. You cannot remember his name. Yeah, no, I can't. To me, like WWE had like paramedics on the go, like ready to get at it if something went awry. Sure. To me, it was just like they let those dudes fucking shoot things with fire in the woods at their house, and yeah, they had someone there to film it. I bet there was no safety <laughs> precaution taken for Final Deletion. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it was the I fact that you, for it, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the fact that the last time we really saw an axe in wrestling was when Brock Lesnar went to town on the car but i'm i'm gonna say that like since the stuff it's like he's I not trying to beat him up he's trying to kill him i couldn't tell you the last time i loved the hardys was like probably like 90s oh 90s, hell no until like now and the stuff i mean yeah. i didn't ever hated him but you know yeah what's wrong with you no yeah when you Little. want to do this big money, Matt? I'm going to beat your sarcastic ass. Isn't that what you said? Isn't that what you said? So, after that, we got to see Enzo and Cass go up against Gallows and Anderson. Um, Saying that they want to take, uh, everyone you, wants to take John Cena's spot. You're boneless chicken tenders. If he, if he, I mean, it's fine. I know they do recycle material, but they've, they've done that before, the yeah. chicken tenders. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I like chicken dinner. I did like the fact that they brought up the, hey, look, you guys are trying to take John Cena's spot. We're trying to do it as well. Everyone wants that spot. Like, I I, I like the fact that they, that they mentioned that. It was like, unfortunately for you guys, we're trying to do it the right way. Yeah, we're going to kidnap him and um, yeah. waterboard him. Make no. sure he never gets that spot again. So, uh, end zone Kaz end up going up against Gallows and Anderson. Anything to really take away from the matchup? Uh, Cena was super fun. Okay, one thing is, I think that the crowd was split saying AJ Styles, AJ sucks, which is a Cena chant that, that they like went 50 50 on AJ with. That's and weird. when and when Cena made the save, they went, it was a huge pop for yeah, Cena. It was a save. huge pop. It's almost like he was like a unanimous babyface there. Yeah. Which I Especially was cool. since, you know, and, you know, they, they teased it. Earlier in the night, it was like, oh, he's not even here. He's off in L.A. getting ready for the ESPYs. And then they showed a tweet with him there and, and yeah. all that. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's okay. So he really is there. He's not going to be on Raw. And then for oh, him to shit. actually show up, it was it, it was a nice surprise. So I think the I think the crowd was genuinely surprised. And, uh, you know, he, he gets a reaction. And in this one, it was fairly positive. Overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. I did chuckle a bit. That during the match, some of the fans were chanting, we want Cena, and the other fans were chanting, no, we don't. I thought, see, I didn't pick up on that, but I picked up on what I thought I heard was, let's go, or, or yeah, something Yeah, there was a let's go AJ, AJ and, and AJ, AJ sucks. sucks. Okay. 
Uh, but then later on, it was like, we want Cena. No, we don't. We want Cena. No, we don't. But um, We want pizza. We would love some pizza. But Enzo and Cass end up defeating Gallows and Anderson I kinda via want tacos. disqualification. Cass. I am good for tacos, pizza. too. No, we don't. We want tacos. Okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, sure. <coughs> you sold me. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, Cena makes the save, and I'm sure he hopped on a flight. Mr. Uh, McMahon's private jet or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, really good stuff. Nice to see him. Uh, after that, we got to see Sasha Banks go up against Dana Brooke. And uh, I don't know. I didn't really dig this matchup. Dana's just not ready. No. She, she's not. She's not She's not bad for her experience level. Yeah. The problem is she's already on the big stage. So, like, right. you should have the tools necessary to succeed. Yeah. If you're going to be in this position, you need to have already been properly trained. You know. You can't just pick it up as you go. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I found just so awkward was Charlotte's promo after the match. She's just it, it's. I can get it if if you're nervous because I would probably be in that same situation. There are times where I'm on the radio and I don't know what to say, so there's kind of just an awkward, you know, pause. It was just so uh, like cringeworthy <clears throat> to me. Did you feel that way or? Uh, I mean, I'm like having. Maybe she's too distracted by the crowd, because she acknowledges the crowd a lot. Well, I think acknowledging the crowd is a positive, but I think she feels the need to do it more than she should do it. Mm-hmm. Like I think she's too worried about playing off of the crowd. Right. Where if you got something to throw at them here or there, fine. But she sp- uses up too much of her time mm-hmm. responding to the crowd. Yeah. Or feels the need to do it too too frequently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a negative trait. She's just not very good at it. So if she gets better at it, it'll come off better. Yeah, and you know, I'm not trying to knock her. I'm just saying that she definitely needs to improve her mic skills because there it, it just seems like she's she gets a little lost sometimes. So I think that's fair. Maybe in time she can. <clears throat> As my you know. voice cracks. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. Come on, you guys. Let's talk about Raw. So after that, we get to see Vince McMahon come out and he. Talks to Shane and Steph about who's going to be the a new COO. I drop that. Um, and he finally, you know, he he asked them to fight for this position. Tell me why you should be running SmackDown, which to me is kind of strange that they're fighting over SmackDown, not giving a damn about Raw. They're like, well, isn't Raw the number one show? And well, SmackDown I think the, the theory is you're trying to make SmackDown seem important. Like, they yeah, want people to watch absolutely. this. So... Put the emphasis making SmackDown seem like a big deal so people will feel like they need to watch really, it. Really, what I thought when Vince first showed up, I really think it, I thought it wasn't going to be Stephanie or Shane. I thought it was going to be someone else. It's me, damn it. So. This went way too long to ultimately <laughs> yeah. tell us to tell us what yes. we already knew was going to happen going yep. in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I want to say, I can't say for certain, I'd have to go back and listen. I want to say that when they first pitched this idea to the fans... I said they're going to have Shane running SmackDown to have people tune in. I want to say I said that. Can't say for certain, but I feel like I did. I mean, we all knew one was going to run one, one was going to run the other, and they took way too much time to tell us that. If they did the whole unveil where they picked who they were going to have as their... um, Wait, they they are commissioners and they're having general managers. Is that that the terminology they're using? Yes. Okay, it would have been different if they made them announce their... uh, their general managers there, and that was the payoff. Mm-hmm. But the payoff was 
something everyone's already known since this story started, and they spent too much time getting there. We're bringing yeah. back Teddy Long, and the fact that Vince was Vince said, "Hey, give me a drum roll while I think about this." Like, dude, how long has this thing been going on, and you haven't made a final decision yet? You're waiting for a drum roll to to clear your head. Well, he even said earlier in the night, "I was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I may change my mind." Like, yeah, <laughs> dude, come on. I don't give a fuck. Damn it. Um. So yeah, so. Shane's going to be running SmackDown. Seth's going to be in charge of Raw. But now they both have to decide who a gener- their general manager will be. So we, a lot of people seem to think Brian's going to be SmackDown. That's what I heard. Well, supposedly there was something out there that had something about the Yes, yes movement, movement going to SmackDown. So yeah. that's why people think that's happening. Who do Have you heard word of who they think is going to general manage Raw? I would probably say Triple H, but what do I know? That would make that sense. Would, that would cause some tension, though, with... Triple H having to be underneath Stephanie, maybe? Because they were like, oh, no, we ran this show together, and now you're trying to be the boss of me? Or? I don't know. He seemed, I mean, if you mean like in kayfabe sense, he seemed like he was willing to take like a step back and let her do her thing in the, yeah. in the recent That's true. recent past. So I don't think it was like a problem for him like in kayfabe terms. He's done it recently. So, yeah, that, that seems to work. Um, I can see that happening. Cool. More, so then, more of the authority. Do you think this is just because, like, they're gonna like basically like wean them off of TV? I don't Shane know. and stuff. Maybe. And they'll just they'll be they'll be there for special appearances and all that. Because I know Shane. I don't know if he wants to be like the full time gig. Right. So he'll just be like, "Yeah, I'll show up every once in a while and check in, see how you're doing." Yeah. Yeah. Go vacation with my family. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, so that pretty much does it for Raw. We only have one Raw left before the draft, but uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, give you our mock draft. And uh, if you go to uh, WWE.com slash draft, you can create your own uh, draft at the moment. Uh, Currently, there are 73 people on there, but we'll add a couple more because it is rumored, heavily rumored, that some NXT talent will be called up as well. So we'll talk about some of those characters some of those people going into the rosters as well. How are we doing this? Uh, I mean, I figure we just talk about each of the uh, each of the superstars as their name pops up, and then uh, kind of just say, "Hey, I think they're going to this brand," or "Hey, I'm thinking thinking this brand." Yeah, but there could be different opinions on where they're. Gonna... Here's how. Here's how I'm going to pitch it to you okay. guys. We divide up. Obviously, two of us are going to have to partner up, and one of us is raw. The other two are. SmackDown or vice versa, and we. Or I can just be the uh, the middleman, the moderate, the modifier. You mean yeah? You mean the mediator? And we'll just do it. We'll do it. We'll do a mock draft like as if we were the brands, like vying for. Let's see. Do either of y'all have a coin by any chance? We can do a coin flip. Nope. Nope. Sure. Oh. Nope. Is there a coin over what there? What about over there? Nope. Mm-hmm. We usually stack up some coins over there. There's coins the in there. I hear some coins. Hope me up with some coins. All right. Break into the drink money. <laughs> yeah. All right, a bear. Since you since you're the youngest, call it in the air. You will call it in the air. Do okay. you want no funny business? Heads or tails? Tails. Tyler calls tails. It is tails. Do you want to be Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Since you chose SmackDown, I wanted to be SmackDown. Huh? Said I wanted to be SmackDown. All right. Well, he has chosen SmackDown. So I get first pick. So he gets first pick. Okay. Um, 
Well, well, before first pick, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to wheel my. Uh, I might be willing to trade my first pick for SmackDown the brand. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I want a fresh start. I want I want a new brand. Raw is old and stale and boring. Why am I <laughs> Why am I arguing against myself? Do you want the first? You pick? want You want to switch? You I'll switch? I'll take SmackDown to give you the first pick. Okay, we'll switch. I'll give you SmackDown. All right, you're already gonna lose. Yeah. Coward. Yes. All Smackdown. right, with the first pick Woo! of the WNS 2016 draft, Raw, as managed by Tyler, don't call me a bear, a bear, will select. You're on the clock, sir. Kevin Owens. Oh, all right. There you go. Kevin Owens to Raw. Doug, you're now on the clock. I think it's a huge mistake to not take the baby face you're going to build around as the first pick. I'm going to take Sami Zayn. You can't do the feud anyways. <laughs> I'll take Sami Zayn as my uh, baby face I'm going to build around. All right. So Sami Zayn. Now we're going back over to Raw. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. All right. Another Done. foolish, foolish pick. <laughs> I'm going to take John Cena because he's the guy who's going to put Sammy over and make him the new ace. <coughs> okay. Oh, shit. And don't forget, you can throw... Okay, before we get too too far into it, let's set some ground rules. Are ta- do, do tag teams come in as a pair, or can you split them up? Um, Same goes for the trios or, or factions. Like uh, factions, you have to break up factions. Tag teams, I'm fine just as long as we establish a rule and stick to it. Okay. You want to take teams as a team, or do you want to take them as singles? Teams. That means if you just want one of them, you got to take both of them. Okay. Okay. All right, so Raw, you are on the clock. Uh, Enzo and Cass. Or Enzo, so Cass goes with him. Okay. Doug? AJ Styles. Ooh, nice one. Tyler? Brizongo. All right. The team of Breeze and Fandango. Nice. Rusev. Now, here's another question. Do you get the manager? Because Lana's the manager. Well, she's not like a active talent, really. I think she comes, but if you don't want her to. Because it'd be like Miz and Maurice. I'm indifferent. I don't really care. Okay. I, Rusev's the star, baby, and he's coming <laughs> to SmackDown. Okay. <laughs> Sasha Banks. Son of a bitch, I didn't think you would even consider the women. <laughs> <laughs> what are our ground rules for NXT? Who is eligible from NXT? Anyone. Okay. Let's make it six uh, total. So you, you can't just start drafting everyone from NXT. Sure. No, no, no. Yeah, so we can't. get three apiece from NXT if we choose. Yeah. Okay, okay. that's fair. That's fair. Hmm. And tag teams count as one. Right. Okay. That's fair. Um... Whew. Try to look and see who's taken. You have stuff for you have the. Oh, you don't have other roster members. Well, it it kind of went in a different style of. Oh, of did what you we're just want to present a person and then have? Oh, well, we can do it in this way that way. Yeah. Um. Huh. I'm gonna take Luke Harper. Luke Harper. Interesting. Tyler. Baron Corbin. Okay. Biggie. Solo. Sorry, New Day, you got broke up. <laughs> Cesaro. Well, I don't think you could take New Day New Day as a stable anyway, to be fair. Yeah. Did you get me saying Cesaro? Mm-hmm. Did. Oh, he's 
Biggie, so uh, it's up to me. Uh, shiitake mushrooms. Um, no, no, oh, wait, it's my it's turn. Oh. turn. Oh, I thought you, you said picked that. Cesaro. Okay. Can you read me who he's taking? He's taking Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Enzo and Cass, Brizango, Sasha Banks. Shut up. Uh, and Cesaro. Uh, let's see. Is there like a roster page we can look at? Yeah, I can pull one up. Um. Oh fuck! My turn. Yes. Brock Lesnar. Fuck. <laughs> SmackDown exclusive. All right, Tyler. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Why don't you just draft all Shield? I don't even want him. <laughs> David Otunga. He's still on there. <laughs> Um, I will take the rest of the club as a tag team. Gallows and Anderson? Yes. The club will remain intact exclusively on the SmackDown brand. <laughs> Go back to the roster, baby. Miz. Miz. So, then I get Maurice, right? Mm-hmm. I'll trade you Lana for an extra pick. <laughs> that's a dumb, that's, that would be a dumb move on your part. <laughs> Um, okay. I bet he would have thought about it, though, if you had pressed him a little more. Sure. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to use an NXT pick. Okay. And I'm going to take Shinsuke Nakamura. So you have two remaining uh, for that. Tyler, you still have three NXT picks. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. I'm going to use another NXT pick. Another NXT pick. Taking Bailey. Hey, we want some Bailey. Finn Balor. Okay, so now you're down to two. Doug, you have one. Who, who are the women one. that he has? Uh, Becky Lynch, Maurice, Sasha Banks. Maurice isn't active. Yeah. I mean, like, active. Yeah. Sasha All Banks. right, Becky Lynch and Sasha. 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 Salsa. Salsa Banks. And you have Bailey. <laughs> I'm going to take... Nikki Bella. Nikki. All right. Tyler's turn. I mean, Nikki counts. She's not mm-hmm. officially retired. Right? That is correct. Why not? They're they're trying to make this guy shine. Uh, Apollo Crews. Okay. Doug? Uh, let me see. Let me see how many baby faces I got. Um, give me Seamus. Seamus. Okay. Real deal, Titus O'Neil. <laughs> hmm. I'll take Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Del Rio. Okay. Let's see. So, do I only get existing teams as a team, or can I draft two as a team and specify them as a tag team? So, you're wanting to bring up? Well, no, say if I took two guys on the roster and said these guys are going to tag now, can I have them as a team, or does that only apply to existing No, we'll do, we'll do current. Mm. Wait, is Ryback still eligible? The guy? He's on the, <laughs> He's on the website, but I don't know Ooh, how credible it is. I'm tempted. Um, can I take Xavier and Kofi as a tag team? Yes. I'll take them. Okay. All right, they're Tyler. gonna remain a stable, but then they're gonna tag, and Biggie's gonna be a single star. There you go. All right, Tyler. Gold dust. Okay. Doug. 
Tag out only two tag teams and two women? Yeah. Tyler wants Bird Law. I will. I will use my third NXT pick. Okay. And I'll take American Alpha. Ooh. Wait, since I picked Goldust, does R Truth come with it? If you'd like, but you only specify. You specifying. can take them as a single, or you can take them as a team. I'll think about that. Uh, so it's my turn. Uh, yeah, Natalia. Okay. I'm not even sure who's left. So I have all. I've picked all my NXT picks, right? Yes. Is Del Rio available or oh, no? no? And so and Cass are gone. Corbin's gone. Biggie's gone. Are we drafting announced teams? Announced teams? Yes. Or do we just? Nah, do you don't. Uh, I'm going to take Mark Henry. Okay. I wasn't going to do this, but I don't think no one's picked him. Has anyone picked Randy Orton? Nope. I'll pick Randy Orton. Okay. He's not my top ten. Good riddance. <laughs> Bro- Brock's going to hurt him right before the draft anyway, so don't even fucking worry about it. He'll be right back on the shelf. Take Charlotte because she's going to put, put someone else over. She's not going to be the face of my women's division. Okay. Uh, since they're going to have a feud uh, right now, uh, Darren Young. And I have Miz on the side, mm-hmm. so Darren Young and Miz. So I get Bob Backlund. <laughs> okay. I mean, real talk, is is um, is Ryback available or not? What's the, what's the call? Are we going to say no because we don't know? I'm going to say no. Just You're going to say no because you don't want me to take him. Why you are can you? take him if you want. <laughs> But I mean, if you want, if, if we want to say yes, we can. It don't matter to me. Where would y'all say the Undertaker would end up? Special attraction. I mean, Brock works a more of a schedule than the Taker. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you if you're gonna take Undertaker, you have to sacrifice two consecutive picks to the other team. <laughs> and I don't even want him anyway. Uh, Enzo and Cass are gone. Yep. Paul is gone. Yep. I'll. I was pick Kane. I, well, I know you're taking Kane and Big Show the next rounds. So. No, never. Cesaro's gone. Mm-hmm. Jericho's still there. The Dudley Boys are there. Ziggler's there. He's gonna stay right Vaude there. Villains are there. <laughs> Vaude villains. I'm gonna take Emma. Lucha Dragons, Usos. Okay, Emma. Wait, read me my tag division and my women's division. You have Sami Zayn, John Cena, AJ Styles, Rusev, Luke Harper, Big E. Brock Lesnar, Gallows and Anderson, Shinsuke, Bailey, Nikki Bella, Sheamus, Dean Ambrose, Xavier and Kofi, American Alpha, Mark Henry, Charlotte, and Emma. Okay. Oh, can I... Is it in the books or can I change my last pick? You want to get rid of Emma? Yeah, I was going to take Paige instead. Okay, Paige? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about her. Austin Aries. Okay. How many NXT picks do you have left? One. He has one remaining. Who did your other pick? Dollar. He Mark. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yep. See, the Usos are still on the table. Neville is still on the table. The Shining Stars. Vaude Villains. Tyson Kidd. Whose pick is it? Zyke Ryder. Yours. I'll take Neville. Neville. Yeah. All right. He's Slater. Okay. Tyson Kidd doesn't count even though he's on there, right? I would think. I mean, he's out on injury. But isn't it like an indefinite type of thing? I do not know. What are we ruling on Tyson Kidd, Aver? I think he's out for like a long, long. Well, he's been out already for a long time. Yeah. But, uh, I would say no. 
Let's is that see. because I have the availability to select them if they were available? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Lucha uh, Dragons are still available. Summer Ray. If anyone wants to start summer off the right way. <laughs> Naomi. Tamina, huh? Tamina, yeah. <sighs> Karma. Karma's not on there. No, oh, sorry. See, the name value that's available to me, I don't even want. They either suck too bad or they're just <laughs> too old. Even Marie's still on there. I mean, either Marie in my opinion is going to be a vi- more viable pick than Dolph Ziggler or Chris Jericho at this point. <laughs> Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman. I'm good on those guys. You know what? I'll take Bray Wyatt. What the fuck? Bray Wyatt. I don't even want him, but I, at this point, I'm like, I need a little recognition. <laughs> Bo Dallas. Okay. Hold on. Let me examine my roster. All right. Tyler, while he's looking, go ahead and start thinking about your next pick. Pikachu. I'm hungry. No, any crackers? Nope. Dang. I'll trade you Paige and Charlotte for Sasha. Nope. I'll trade you <laughs> Bray Wyatt and Dean Ambrose for Kevin Owens. No. I'll trade you Bray Wyatt <laughs> and Dean Ambrose. And Shinsuke. No. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what? I'll trade you. Yeah. No. What? Mark Henry and Sheamus for Randy Orton. No. Fuck, <laughs> fuck yourself for Cesaro. For Cesaro. No. And you don't you want to be successful? I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I've been stubborn. All right. Let me see this shit. I hope you don't try to come to me with any trades because I'm just shutting your shit down on principle at this point. Nope. There's not gonna be any trades. Good. Because I don't. You. What do I got to do to get Renee Young on the SmackDown <laughs> exclusively? Well, I mean, she's she with Dean Ambrose. She's with yeah, Dean yeah. Not in, not in universe. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Rollins is gone. You know what? Let me just take the Lucha Dragons. Lucha Booty. Lucha Booties, right? Like that. Okay. Curtis Axel. At this point, are you just... Picking people you remember that are on there that haven't been selected. Picking who's left. No, yeah. I want the uh, the what's it called? Um, Social outcast. Social yes. outcast. Do you have all three? Yes. Oh well. Who could give a fuck? Tamina's still on the board. Simon got or the Vaude villains. Uh, the Ascension. Summer Ray. Zack Ryder. I think so. I think Zack Ryder's still on the board. <laughs> Shining stars. Naomi. Lillian Garcia. <laughs> Kane Big Show Jack Swagger Dudley Boys I'll take Zack Ryder Thanks Tyler <laughs> You want him once he's worth the Nah I don't care uh, Just a one, straight up No you don't have to give me two Just, uh, who, who would you be willing to give me for Zack Ryder Is there anyone you would be thinking about And don't insult my intelligence either <laughs> I'm good Uh I guess I'll take Dudley's. Okay. Good riddance. I'll take the Usos. Are they already here? Are they already been selected? Mm-mm. I'll take them. I'll take Usos. Okay. Let's see. So that still leaves the VOD villains. Alicia Fox. Is ADR on the board? No, he's been taken. Big Show. I think Jericho is still on the board. The Rock. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I 
don't think we're in Count the Rock. Though. The Rock and Undertaker aren't available. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, Braun Strowman, Jack Swagger, uh, Kane, The Ascension still available. Naomi. It's like the people no one wants. <laughs> people play dodgeball. You're not on my team. <laughs> Whose pick is it even? Tyler's. Okay. Oh, I thought it was Doug's. Um, Alicia Fox. Okay. Oh, give me. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. I, I still got say, one NXT pick. I was going to say, since we're getting down to the nitty gritty, we'll do like two or three more picks. I still got my NXT way. pick. Okay. I got one last. Uh, <sighs> give me Jericho. He's going to make somebody else, though. He is the best in the world at what he does. If you understand what he's saying to you right now. I really don't know who I want to pick. You can pick Kane. From NXT. Is there an NXT roster page? I will tell. Since I don't have anybody available to me, I'll give you notable picks. How about that? Because I know. I mean, you got we Joe. Can, yeah, I know we can do Joe, but I don't want to pick Oscar, Joe. got Asuka if you oh, want a you woman. Go. Uh, yeah, there's Asuka. You can get Blake and Murphy. <laughs> Carmella, Finn Balor's already okay. off the table. You could take Hideo, Johnny Gargano, Mojo Riley. There you go, Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Not a full time NXT guy. Fine, take him. Fine, I don't. I don't get a pick anyway. No matter. I take him. He is taken. I played that harder. <laughs> uh, my pick. Is that right? Yes. Ah, uh, give me Ziggler. I don't even want him, but I'll take him. <laughs> Got to build up other stars, right? Yeah, these dudes. Some of these dudes are. Well, I almost said some of these dudes who are used to doing jobs are going to start doing jobs, but Ziggler is used to jobbing. All right, we'll do we'll do one more pick for each of y'all, and then we'll do one fantasy pick. Someone who's not on the roster, uh, you know, like your Kurt Angles, your Jeff Hardys, so on and so forth. Hold on, Jeff Harvey. Well, don't give it away. You know who Jeff Harvey is? Yeah, he's that one guy. Yeah. All right, so uh, Tyler, you have one more pick. Tamina, okay. Sorry, I just refuse like the big shows. And All games. right. I forget who's even left. The Ascensions left. Kane. <laughs> um, yeah, Big Show. The Shining Stars. Braun Strowman, Eric Rowan, Dudley Boys are gone. Dana did, Brooke, I think, is still. Did available. Tyler pick Curtis Axel? You have yeah. all four. No, yeah. I he's mean got, all three. He's all got right. Axel and Dallas, yeah. And he's Slater. And Slater. Slater was um, up a little bit higher. Oh, is Orton gone? Tyler pick Orton. Yep. The Shining Stars. Shining uh, Wizards. Jack Swagger. Still available. All American, American, Kane American. still available. Kane's still available. <laughs> the Ascension. Is Kane still available? He is. Naomi. Our Truth. Yeah, I totally forgot about Our Truth. Yep. You forgot, and we have moved on. Give me Our Truth then. Fine. All right. He knows how to play. Just wait for Tyler to remind me of someone that's on the board. <laughs> All right, now the fantasy pick. I get anybody in the world. Anyone in the world. Is it I get first pick? Sure. Chris motherfucking hero. Ooh, that was damn good, Ooh. dude. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Who do I want? Who do I want? I don't know. I know he would never do it, but I mean, this is fantasy. This so is your care. pick. Be anyone in the world. Boom, boom. Cole Cabana. All right. So that wraps up our mock draft. Good Lord. <laughs> Are you going to post a, our mock draft hey, on our Facebook? Hey, can you read them back? Just 
Yeah. Really quickly. Okay. Sure. Announce our roster. For Raw, you've got Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Enzo and Cass, Breezango, Sasha Banks, Baron Corbin, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, Miz and Maurice, Becky Lynch, Finn Balor, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, Alberto Del Rio, Goldust, Natalia, Randy Orton, Darren Young, Austin Aries, Heath Slater, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, The Dudley Boys, Alicia Fox, Johnny Gargano, Tamina, and Cole Cabana. Happy with that roster? Yes. All right. And then for SmackDown, you've got Sami Zayn, John Cena, AJ Styles, Rusev, Luke Harper, Big E, Brock Lesnar, Gallows and Anderson, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bailey, Nikki Bella, Sheamus, Dean Ambrose, uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, American Alpha, Mark Henry, Charlotte, Paige, Neville, Bray Wyatt, Lucha Booties, Zack Ryder, Usos, Chris Jericho, Dolph Ziggler, and Chris Hero, and R-Truth. R-Truth and Chris Hero. I guess, like, uh, let us know who you thought ended who up with. Who has the better roster? Who ended up with the better you roster? decide. I think we did a good job. I'm going to have to do some heavy editing now. It's, harder than, it, it's harder than it looks to, like, yeah, it just get off the top of your head. Yeah. I was just going to take it, you know, person by person, but like, hey, who wants The Undertaker? The Undertaker. Yeah. I want Teddy Long. It's impossible to do that way, though. To go, like, because... Or us be like, hey, where do you think The Undertaker's going to show up? SmackDown or Raw? Neither. Well, you have to choose. No, you don't. He's an attraction. I'm just going to put him on SmackDown. Brock Lesnar. Where's he going? Neither. He's an attraction. Well, I'm putting him on Raw. Randy Orton. Raw, hopefully. I don't know why I said hopefully. I was going to do it like that. Everyone goes on Raw. Fuck. Okay. You wanted to do that. You asked for this monstrosity. You asked to do a mock draft. <laughs> you got what you yep. wanted. That's right. It's God gonna take a while. To, damn it! Take a while to edit it. Anyways, so let's move into some uh, some hot topics for you all. The uh, the cruiserweight classic, as we talked about earlier in the show, starts this week. Also on NXT, Shinsuke versus Balor. So, sure you have nothing to do on Wednesday night. Make sure you set aside some time to watch the I WWE see that Network. Shit. Should be really good. For those of you who live in the Pasadena area, Pasadena, Texas, that is, uh, just outside of Houston, make sure you go to the Icons of Wrestling House of Hardcore show that's coming up, Pasadena Convention Center, August 6th, Saturday. They're going to be they out there. added any more people? Um, last I saw was Vicky Guerrero and you know, not, not too many new people. They keep adding people to the Philadelphia show, and it's making me jealous. Um. Yeah, all those people probably are based on the East Coast. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Um, as we talked about, Randy Orton's going to be facing Brock Lesnar. He's actually going to be returning at Battleground for the highlight reel, Chris Jericho, so something to look forward to. Uh, Impact moving to Thursday nights. We already discussed that a little bit. Uh, James Storm, his wife pregnant with their second child, so congratulations to them. Good stuff. Uh, with that being said, it's time to go to the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question comes to us from Jamal saying, Hey guys, love the show as always. You guys might not necessarily agree, but I believe the ruthless aggression era from 2002 to 2008 sometimes gets overlooked in terms of quality programming. Creating new stars and putting on brilliant matches, for example. Shawn Michaels versus Triple H versus Chris Benoit at WrestleMania 20. Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar Iron Man match at SmackDown 2003. So with that, could you guys give... Five favorite matches or moments from the Ruthless Aggression era. Thanks. Was that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thanks heaps, and keep up the good work. Sorry, Jamal. There's no fucking way I can do top five matches off the cuffs like that. Especially <laughs> not after we just did the mock draft. I'll be like, uh, uh, it'll be like another 
30 minutes. Was that this. time period when Carlito and like mm-hmm. his masters came in? Yeah. I remember that time period. I was so hyped for those two guys. I really was. Like, <laughs> I fell into like the whole uh, master lock challenge and stuff. That was pretty fun. Uh, and I like Carlito just coming out spitting in people's faces. I, I really like that stuff. So Yeah, spitting people's faces. That's fun. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jamal. There's no way I can do top five matches off the top of my head like that. Yeah. My brain's already fried from the drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but final question coming to us from, uh, I'm, I'm going to say life is good. It's L-P-H-I-S-G-O-O-D. So lif is good. Um, or L-P- L-P-H is good. L-P-H is good. That could be one way. Yeah. Uh, saying, hey guys, so the NWO is now 20 years old. Uh, what are some of your favorite NWO moments, and were you Team Hollywood or Wolfpack? And once you're WNS, you're WNS for life. I God. mean, the most iconic, one of the most iconic moments in wrestling, not just favorite uh, NWO moment, is when like Hogan's revealed as like the third member. Yeah. That's craziness <laughs> right there. That really was. Um. I remember when Sting joined the Wolf Pack. I was kind of like, "What is he doing? Oh my god! You know, he's turned on WCW. He's joined the NWO." Um, yeah, I remember them doing the NWO sold out pay per view. They had their own shtick. Um, just a lot of moments from NWO. I just remember like every match was had a run in or something. Like no match would ever end clean. Um, and it was always kind of a shock to see who was going to join next. It was like, oh my gosh, they're taking everybody. Everyone's joining the NWO. Uh, but once they had the split, I was I was Wolfpack, and uh, the NWO just basic black shirt with the red uh, logo. That was actually the first wrestling T-shirt I ever owned. I got it as a Christmas gift. I'm trying to think of what's my favorite first. I think I was black and white just because I was like. I thought there was like two. They tried to load up the Wolfpack with too many cool guys. Yeah, I was like, "There's not enough goons on the squad." Well, uh, when they did the LWO, was it Latino World Order when they did that? Yeah, uh, it was. It ran like concurrently with NWA still being there. Yeah, I was like, "Is It was like they split up, and then after a few months, they were like, "Oh, well, we're also going to do the LWO." That was uh, Eddie Guerrero and all them. I don't. Like, hey, we're tired of being overlooked. Have any moments? Because I wasn't a WCW person. Loser. What is yeah. the first wrestling? That's an interesting question too. What's the first wrestling shirt you ever owned? I I gotta think mine was like a Hogan shirt from like way back in the day. I yeah. I I would be shocked if it wasn't a Hogan shirt from when I was little. Like uh, I remember I was very little, and you know how they had the the underpants for for kids that had the cartoon characters and stuff like that. Underwears. I remember. Yeah, sure. I think. Uh, but I think I had, the brand. Yeah, or Fruit of the Loom or something like that. Anyways, they printed pictures of, of the things on there, and I think I had a, a pair of uh, wrestling uh, underpants. I want to say my first shirt was a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. What? I know I had the original, like, 316 or whatever, but nice. um, I know that I sure, I sure as hell had to have had one when I was a kid, and I would bet it would be Hogan. Good stuff. Brother. So there you go. So that's going to do it for us this week. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find all of us. 
uh, at WNS Podcast, at WNS underscore Daniel, and Tyler underscore Abear. There you go. So that's going to do it for us this week for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Abear. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week. Later in the week than normal. Yes.